Good evening, welcome to Success in the City. My name is Helen Webster. I'm with the lovely Sandra Scott, and our fabulous guest today is Ellie Rigby. I know I forgot to put, I forgot to uh, tell Ellie that that she says her name. I just Sorry. remembered that as as, <laughs> not, as as I went to click live, I thought, oh, we haven't said that bit. But anyway, we always start off with a shout out to the kids. Any little people doing amazing, amazing things. I'm going to go first, okay? One there. So I'm going to give a shout out to all of the little people who were at the uh, Millennium Green today down at Riverside. Um, so we had about 45 kids and Pagoda um, were there with the um, the Chinese. They did some Chinese dancing and Tai Chi and all the kids joined in with it. And then um, we were there and we did um, imagination games and they all played and we had loads of fun with them. And then the ice cream man came and just a really lovely, because this time last year, Sam, we were there, weren't we? And it absolutely lashed down, didn't it? And we did Singing in the Rain. It was that event. And you introduced me to this ice cream with all stuff in the bottom, with bubble gum and everything. A screwball. Screwball. I love screwball. I'd never had one before. And you can tell they're like pure chemicals, but I really, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. And I had one every time. They said you can, and then the next week I was like, "Can we get an ice cream?" I really enjoyed it. You know, it was good fun. So yeah, so they went amazing. So massive shout out to um to all of them, um because they were all brilliant today. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, have you got any little people you want to shout out to, San? Well, they're not little. Most of them are eighteen, or if any of them aren't, they'll be eating for um. September, but the A level results come out on Thursday, so I'm not waiting for results today because of my young people. I choose that. So um, I've got I've got one young lady waiting for A level Spanish uh, on Thursday, and she's fantastic. She speaks it brilliantly. She works so hard. She's got a great accent and she, her fluency is really good. So I just want to. She needs a grade B to get into the university in Manchester to do the course she wants to do. But um, she missed that much of college because yeah. of the COVID and the GCSE thing. And then her lecturer was off for a long time. Then they got a new one. So she sort of came to me in desperation in January, but she's aced it. And I want her exam mark to reflect her ability, which it doesn't always do. So I've got my fingers and toes crossed for Sophie. So Fingers round all the sound, Sophie. Love, Sophie. Yeah. Um, Ellie, any little people you want to shout out to? Yes, so uh, the Goal Girls who've been on the programme, who've just finished um, in July, little shout out to all them, um, and then uh, the Street League participants as well, who were working in our centre at the minute, um, who've just finished their traineeship, so shout out to all them. Um, everyone's finishing now for this year and going off to do good new things, so yeah, good luck to everyone. Good luck and well done, everybody, for the, all the hard work and everything. And we'll find out more about the goals programme and things like that um, a bit later on when, when we speak to Ellie a bit more in depth about it. Um, so we have a success for us personally, something cool that's happened to us. San, what's your success? Well, I'm very, very, very excited about this. So um, I got these curtains ages ago and I wasn't too sure about the colour and everything and they were a bit... Um, well, Ronan actually said they're disgusting. But I said, well, what do you think if they were like a nice vibrant green, or deep green colour or something like that? So um, I had a look online. I remembered this Sunday and I ordered this dye stuff online. So I got like a, an emerald green. It looks more like a forest green, but a nice deep green. I got a purple to do tat and I got a pink for some bedding and that. Anyway, the towels are in now and the towels, are, they're, not the towels, sorry, the curtains are really heavy, deep, really heavy fabric line curtains. And I thought, I'm not too sure if this is going to win. It said put two in and I've just looked and they look amazing. So it's like, I haven't pulled them out though. So they could be like a tie-dye hippie disaster. We'll have to see. So it could be a red face next week. I don't know. But they're in the washer and they look a really deep green. So I'm dead excited. Let's so. hope they don't come out tie-dye. Oh, no. <laughs> You're jazzy then, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, oh, you could go. No, no. Yeah, you go a little bit retro, like Glasto on them, couldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A bit of Glasto curtains. <laughs> They'll be gorgeous. They'll be amazing. They'll be the best curtains that you've ever seen in your life. 
thing and then well they both yeah. be you know as long as they're okay and i just oh. need a curtain pole now and i'm laughing <laughs> brilliant brilliant um ellie what success have you had this week personally for you so as well as my part-time job i also have my own little small business on the side no just on it only on instagram but i'm rebranding it so this week i've been getting all like my new logo and all and all new, nice new little bits and then i'm gonna like a relaunch type thing next week on instagram but it's been like getting everything all organized and seeing it all come together so hopefully next week when it gets put on it'll be good so that's my own little personal success for the week that's amazing. And when it all gets rebranded, everything like that. So Ellie's too cool to be on Facebook because she's only a baby. Um, so she's on Instagram. But once it's on, we'll share it. And then people can go over to Instagram and, and check out um, the new logo and the new uh, branded and everything like that. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Um, so my success this week is it's day nine of my C9. So I did the, the, the C9 cleanse. Um, and... I feel like amazing and it was all about different healthy eating habits and things like that because I'd slipped a little bit and then I was thinking oh you know um, I did it like as a weight loss type thing as well because I've put like a bit on during lockdown but then I thought to myself I haven't put the weight on overnight so you're not going to lose it overnight so you'd mm -hmm. have to keep on going so lots of people who like you know are struggling with like their weight and movement and things like that doesn't it's not an it doesn't happen overnight you don't sort of wake up and you've put like two stone on so you can't wake up and lose two stone it's an ongoing journey so it's about motivation consistency and just keep on going um but by christmas um i'm going to be back to being able to fit in my clothes because can't fit in any now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but uh, but no, I feel great and I made turmeric roasted cauliflower today, which was incredible. Lovely. Well, I've had a little success on that front, slightly different. So I went to slimming club, as I'm calling it, not fat club. Yeah, well done. Saturday, I had what I wanted and was dead naughty all weekend and didn't stick to it and maintain the same weight because I'd lost some so it was made up because I thought I'd be heavier and I wasn't so that was quite exciting for me Brilliant. But I think I'm the worst person in the group but there we go life's still for living isn't it so well done well done everyone great successes yeah. this week uh, we're going to play this or that Sandra do you want to go first or do you want me to go first can. okay all right uh, I'm going to ask Ellie first <gasps> Pickled onion or beef monster munch? <laughs> pickled onion. Pickled onion. Pickled onion monster munch, yeah. yeah oh, what about that's you, so strong for pickled onion. So, pickle, a pickled onion or beef or pickled onion monster munch or beef? Flavour monster munch. Okay, I thought, it, when you first said, I thought, <laughs> what a terrible choice that is. Beef, beef monster munch should obviously be illegal. But now it's the monster munches. I'm all right. Pickled onion, a hundred percent, without a doubt. Pickled onion for me. So I only picked that because um, knickknacks are bringing back the scampy flavour knickknacks, and everyone's going nuts for them. And then I thought Ellie won't even know what a what a knick I, know, I know knickknacks and the, the, the orange ones, and then the yes, ones. oh. Yeah. Well, they're bringing, they're bringing the scampi one. It's like 14 years since they've had that flavour. And I thought, she won't know the scampi flavour or the barbecue flavour. I'll have to pick Monster Munch instead. Do you know what knickknacks are, Sam? Obviously. <laughs> my, my, um, I had a job in a news agent. I was a Sunday girl, not a Saturday girl. Wow. Hairdressers when I was 14. I worked in the news agents on a Sunday. And I got more money for half a day in the news agents and they got me in, in Badger News in Edgeworth. So, um, so I worked there and on the Sundays and then until it was 17. Oh, even he kept my job open for me when I went away to work in France. There's no fair. How good was that? And when oh. I then, so I came back and I went there. And then I went to Littlewoods on a Saturday. Saturday oh. afternoon. In, in, in the shop, I mean, in town. Oh, I went to, I went to Littlewoods Pools. Um, okay, San, your go. Okay, so in light of what Helen's just said, I'm going to counterbalance that with cucumber sticks and dip or carrot sticks and dip. Carrot sticks and dip. Yeah, yeah. me too. Carrots 100%. Carrots, yeah. um, oh, that's a tricky one, though. Um, I think I'm going to go cucumber sticks. 
So I made an amazing watermelon and cucumber salad, didn't I, on Saturday? And it was just unbelievable. It was like, uh, it was just, it was, Bosch boys are like the best thing ever, aren't they? The speedy Bosch boys. And um, it was just like dead tasty. And I thought, that's just water, so it won't fill you up. But it did, it filled you up, and it was like dead refreshing because it was a dead hot day, wasn't it? So yeah, so I, I do cucumber sticks. Okay, um, I'm going a bit healthy now. Indoor gym session or outdoor boot camp session, Sansa. Indoor gym, no one can see me. <laughs> if no one could see you and you were outdoors, like, would you rather train outdoors or indoors? What's the weather like? <laughs> All weathers. There's indoors. no canopy. Indoors. Indoors. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> what about you, Ellie? Yeah, indoors, I think. Indoors? Oh, I do like outdoors because it's fresher, isn't it? And when you're sweating, a nice breeze is nice, isn't it? But I think indoors, I would prefer. Oh, Ellie, if you sweat, you're pushing yourself too much. <laughs> 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 if you feel yourself getting warm, just, just you know, slow, slow down. down your effort and you'll cool right down. That's what I find. As soon as I feel warm, I go... Oh no, that's enough. No. That's enough, nothing. Or just think of icebergs. Just visualize icebergs and ice if you get hot. Helen is the most patient PT in the whole wide world, by the way. So, outdoors for me, 100% yeah. outdoors. And I love it when it's like freezing cold. And we used to train in minus four and everything. It was just amazing outdoor. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, amazing. I know, I was thinking that in the hot weather, I was thinking, oh, I couldn't go the other day. It was so hot. And then I thought, God, in the winter, I'd be there with a woolly hat on and gloves and everything. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So outdoors for me. Go on, San, you'll go. Okay. So, would you rather play a game of cards or play a board game, Ellie? I I haven't played a board game for ages. I went on holiday not long ago and I was playing cards. That's like a holiday thing for me, you know, like in the night. Um, probably a board game because sometimes you get, I don't know about you, but I get bored of cards a bit. Once I've had a few games, I'm like, all right, that's it now. But with a board game, you can have a few goes, can't you? Then, yeah, a board game. Okay. Tell. Is the money on the table? No. Oh, um, you might be a compulsive gambler, you know. I think I would be. I think I really could be. Um, yeah. Um, so I think um, I love playing cards. I love playing cards. And um, I was taught how to count and add up by playing um, pontoon. So my granddad taught us, like, you know, because you have to add up. And by, by playing darts, that's how I learned to count and add up. Because um, you have to add up in your head. Um but board games, yeah, board games and loads of people around the table and you can have a really good laugh, can't you? Although I do love Double, which is the new sort of card-ish game, which is just amazing. I don't know about that. Can I just say, though, you must have done well at darts because if you miss the board, there's nothing to add up. Mm. <laughs> so you must have been hitting the board each time. Well done. Yeah. Jordan, put a dartboard in the back. Um, we went and got, we, we ordered the dartboard and me and Phil played and uh, I'd just like to say that I won well done <laughs> yeah. yeah I had to carry on until I won um, come on son board game or card game for you board games definitely I like card games I do enjoy them but the thing with the board games is there's so much and, and variety and all the rest of it and obviously chess is important so there we go so I wouldn't play chess. Be followed by Scrabble, which is everyone's dream game. So Ellie and I were going like Monopoly and Monopoly, uh, Ludo yeah. and Snakes and Ladders and things. Like that. Well, you know, I've got a Russian Monopoly, um, a Russian Scrabble, right? And I'm fuming because I can't play it. Yeah, what? Ellie's eyes are just getting bigger. Going like, what have I come on? <laughs> it took about a month to get here. I've got to pay for it in some mad currency. I can't remember. It wasn't Google. It came via the world and eventually it got here. Crave Carden. 
an hour later, pickled onion. Pickled onion okay. monster munch. You might be watching us on delay. Thank you, Craig. That's how rude of me. Thank you, Craig. Pickled onion. Pickled onion, yeah. Catches up with this bit now. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, my days. He might just cut off by then. <laughs> pickled onion. Okay. Pickled onion. Okay. Um, okay, my, my last one. Um, starter or a dessert? Ellie. Starter. Mm. Wow, San. I love savory, don't I? But if I'm getting a main course, I'm having a dessert because I've got a bit of both. But generally, I would often have a starter and a and a main course. But it depends where you are because there are some places that do the most amazing desserts. So I would generally say a starter and a main course. But you know, when I went to if you go to Luban, you would just even go for the dessert. It's like nothing on it. Wow. Dessert, right. 100% all the way, which is hence why I'm doing my C9. <laughs> okay, right. So, last one. All right, Ellie, lemon meringue pie or raspberry pavlova? Speaking of puddings. Lemon meringue. Lemon meringue. Lemon meringue, too. Yeah, because it's not like meringue, is it? Like the, the meringue bit, whereas like Pavlova is like, isn't it? Just dust. Okay. Well, that's unanimous then. Yeah, I know. We've had a few unanimouses there, haven't we? Where we've all picked the same one. Amazing. Okay, so now we know a little bit more about Ellie. Okay, and so we took Lou to Shout Expo and Street League came over and played on it. And um, they were brilliant, and, and the young people came over and they had to go and stuff like that. And then they went back to the office and they told Ellie all about Lou. Ellie emailed me, and then we met up and we had a coffee. And I thought, what an amazing young person this is who's done loads of stuff in such a short space of time. Um, and I just think her journey is massively inspirational of how she is to where she is now. And she does like, you know, she's got her own little business um, as well, which is cool. And she wants to do other things um, added on to, 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 you know, the business and things. And um, I just thought, you know, we have people who are older on it and people who've been in business for a long time. And we always say about being inspirational and, you know, we, we don't celebrate the wins enough. And I think if we celebrate the wins and we celebrate the wins with young people, um, other young people will look and think, oh, my days, if they can do it, then so can I. And that's sort of the programme that Ellie's promoting in schools anyway. Um, and I just thought what a cool guest Ellie would be to come on the show. So yeah. I'm going to hand it over to Ellie, and Ellie's going to tell us how she got to where she is now. Um, and then Ellie, we'll just butt in and um, have a little chat with you. That's fine. So, yeah, so I now I work for Street League, so my job title is a sports coordinator. So I've gone into all like the sport and leisure industry was. I graduated in John Moore's just a few weeks ago, beginning of July. Um, I was class of 21, but obviously because of COVID and everything, um, the graduation got pushed back. But I graduated in a degree in sports and nutrition for health. Um, and I knew from even when I was doing A-level PE in school and GCSE PE, that was the route that I wanted to go down. And I think part of that was due to like me PE teachers in GCSE. They were just dead cool. No, when you just look and think, I'd love to do that. And that's what got me into doing what I do now. Um, so yeah, I was graduated not long ago, started July. Um, but I've been with Street League now nine months. So I was really lucky to finish uni and go straight into a job using my degree. Because even when I was in uni, I worried a little bit thinking, oh, like, I don't know how quick I'm going to get into a job with my degree and a bit more over in the meantime and everything else. So I've been really lucky and fortunate that I've been able to go into a job straight away. Um, so, yeah, at the minute, I'm a sports coordinator and I run the Gold Programme, which I'll go into a little bit more later. But as well as doing my degree, I mean, sorry, as well as working part-time, I'm also studying for my level three PT and gym instructor. So you can give me some tips. Yeah, and of course, any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd be amazing because you have got such a, a lovely nature about you and your work with, you know, 
challenging people young people is really challenging you know yeah. um, lots of people don't think so but young people are really challenging um so i think to to have your first clients as as young people the yeah. challenging ones then that's you know that's cool um, and you're not just doing your pt as well are you doing something else um yeah my gym instructor is in within that qualification um, yeah. and then obviously as i said before on the sides just in my own time it's like a hobby and an interest i've got my little small business so yeah, brilliant. I'm a busy girl at the minute. Um, obviously planning for next year's gold program. Um, but I'll tell you a little bit more about street league first, and then I'll go into what I do. Mm -hmm. So street league, for those who don't know, it's a sport and employability charity. So we use sport and education to help young people get into the world of work. Um, and we use sport as the hub. It's not just traditional getting to somewhere. And we do do CV writing and all like. The important academic stuff but using sport to get people in that is the book so street league have got a vision for a society in which all young people have the opportunity to secure employment and have a bright future really and um, so all so street league run numerous programs which are all underpinned by sports and education which builds obviously the skills the persistent self-belief the motivation and their aspirations so we have a street sports academy, which is an inclusion league. So anyone can just come along. Um, in Liverpool, we're based at Anfield Sports and Community Centre at the minute. And that happens on a Thursday. And that's with our coaches, John and Nathan. And they run the sessions and it's an inclusion league. So that's nice for anyone who wants to come along and do it and not feel like, as, you, as we were saying before, not everyone wants to get into sports or can be a little bit nervous about it. But if you know you're going somewhere where... Not everyone is the next like biggest thing in football, or they might have just a few small like few small skills in football. It's not a competition. You're going for the fun of it and to get involved, which is quite nice. Um, it's you haven't got to enroll. You can just turn up as and when, and that's just it's nice to be able to be able to know that we've got access to that. And, and is, is that for all ages or is that for for, for, for younger people? Is that for yeah, like 16 for to 20? All ages, And then we've got the academy, a skills academy. So that's where they'll do the new, the skills writing, uh, sorry, CV writing, they'll learn new skills, cover letter, practice interviews, and that gets them ready for the world's work then. Um, and then we do traineeships and stuff throughout the year. But yeah, all of the programmes street league run are just for the benefit of young people and those who aren't who not necessarily didn't like school but were in that environment and just didn't want to be there and this is a lot more relaxed but still you can do i think it allows people to see that you can still do something and get a qualification without school and you can still get far absolutely and into whatever you want to do just because you didn't come out with results in school doesn't mean you can't get anywhere. Hundred percent. Um, so yeah, we talk we talk quite a bit, don't we? Uh, or or I, I I massively talk about it that um, the skills that you learn in sport um, come hand in hand with business so so much. You know about being a team player and about leadership and about learning to you know lose well and and win gracefully and. Um, you know, and, and respect for, for, for other people and, and things like that. There's so much, um, I massively bang on about it all the time and I read loads of books that um, massive sport leaders, you know, who were then, you know, in the world of business and, and things like that. Um, so, yeah, and then traineeship, we, we, we've been successful, haven't we, Sandra, having traineeships in, in our business. And, Very um, much so. And um, one lad came to us and he'd, he'd never worked before he finished uni. He'd not, like, had a paper round or anything like that. And, um, and he's got he's got a full-time job now. Um, he wanted to follow a different path from the way we were going. And um, he's got a great job that he's delighted with. Actually, we had the lady on last week on our show um, from Universally Speaking. They do games testing. And he's ecstatic because it's like his dream job. You know, he goes, so he's made up. He's gone on to do that. And then another lad did, um, did it. And he's come on permanently now as our apprentice. And... And he's flourishing, you know. And he came to us about a year ago, didn't he? Now it's nearly a year. Yeah, yeah. Popped up on me time. Hopper was moving into the office. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that was quite good. But you know, Ellie, um, 
I met some people from Street League. I think when it very first came to Liverpool, um, when I used to be at the ADHD Foundation, and they came in and I had a meeting with two people. I'm very ignorantly, I can't remember their names, but it was so cool what they were doing, and we shared a few things. But it was quite new to the area then, I think. Has it only been around about six years in Liverpool, six or seven years? Or... Not that long, yeah. And we're only still a small team now. There's only oh. four of us in our office, but it is amazing what everyone within the company does, yeah. Yeah, and there was certain criteria then to to um, come on the programme, but it sounds like you might be doing a little bit more. Yeah, we've got stuff going on for anyone who needs help. They can, like, they can get support from Street League, yeah. And at the time they were doing what they were doing just then, but from what you've said already, you're doing more, I can tell. Because they were doing a get girls football programme and a lads football programme. That was sort of what they had then, you know. And I was like, and I feel really ignorant saying this, actually, in like what's just happened. And I said, oh, do you get many girls wanting to do football? That night? And, she was going, and she went, absolutely, you know. And, of course, I bet they're banging on the door now, you know, with everything. Because um, there was someone speaking and he said, I think, he, was it you who were talking about it, Helen? Saying that so many people turned up to play football. And then after the weekend, they had all these girls that turned up to play footy and everything. So I bet it's like a really cool thing to do now, your programme and you know, a great, and then they don't just do that though, they get the other support as well. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. So, Goal, the programme that I run, so that is part of a Street League programme, that's with our corporate partner, um, Standard Chartered Bank. So, if you've ever heard of it, it's, it's a Future yeah. Makers programme by Standard Charter, and mm -hmm. it's called the Goal programme. So, it's a flagship education programme, and it's only designed for girls. So it's designed to get more girls into sport and empower them. So the programme's a global initiative aimed at empowering the next generation of girls. And I think, especially in Liverpool, with all the successful women that are around, mm. we can make it happen. Everyone work together, it can happen, can't it? So it uses play and life skills to transform their lives, really, to give them the opportunity to go out and be leaders in their communities. It helps them learn in and grow. So you're not just a school student enrolled onto the programme. It's much more than that. Like you can take as much as you can from the programme and go and do what you need to do with it. Um, so there's four modules which focus on the four key life skills. So there's be yourself, be healthy, be empowered and be money savvy. So it's not what normally you would learn on a curriculum in school. Like I know I definitely didn't learn half of the stuff that I teach the girls on mm. the normal curriculum in school. And loads of units on it, I think, are still really important and should be taught in schools. But whereas this programme comes in, that's what I do. So it's not for me to be able to know it's important to be taught, but for me to deliver it, it's lovely. Um, so investing in the girls and teaching them all these life skills, it increases their, pros in, like, their prospects to go out and do things. And yeah. I think being only 22 myself and working with girls from 12 to 18, it's more than just me being a goal coach going in once a week for an hour a session. I said to the girls at the beginning, I want you to think of me as your friends. I said, I'm not far in age from any of you. And I'd like to think I've done quite well where I am. I said, so don't restrict yourself and think, oh, like I'm only 19 or whatever. Yeah. And not try or not want to go anywhere because you think, oh, I've got, I've got, like, yeah, everyone's got time, but have a bit of drive to go out and make a difference doesn't matter how young or how old you are um but yeah act as a friend as opposed to a teacher who's going in so keep it quite fun which is nice because it's not classroom based because they're all bored sitting in the classroom all day so they come in yeah. and they're like ah! and then yeah. it's just burst of energy but it's lovely I think uh, do you know what ellie i bet they love you i bet they just oh, think you're so cool honestly the girls mm. i was gutted to leave them and to see like to finish the program with them because I had a dead nice relationship with all of them. And I think because it was my first year delivering goal before it, I was a bit like, I've never done anything like this fun. I've never like I'd done teaching assistant for the team before I started, but yeah. not on my own and like coming fresh out of uni, I had all this knowledge that I wanted to use. So to do that it was dead exciting, but it was still a bit like, who are they gonna take to me? What are they gonna be like? And because we all know what girls can be like, especially in them age groups, I was a bit like, oh, but yeah. I was dead lucky because they were all brilliant. Like, they were all really, really nice girls. Um, oh. 
so yeah, I, w- I will miss them, but I'm looking forward to September to being. I was going to say, so how long is each program? So I go in the schools for one hour a week, um, once a week for an hour, and it will run from October after October half term to July. So it's meant to be like the full academic year, really. Oh, nice. Um, and throughout they go through each uni playing games, days out. There's lo- there's just so much to it. Like I can't, I couldn't fit everything yeah. in. But it is a brilliant programme and I think, well, the feedback I had from all the girls, they all loved it. And the school and stuff like that, um, it has helped them loads and that's nice for me to see the growth in the girls. So getting to know them on a more personal level, not just as a student to receive once a week, it was lovely because I've seen their confidence grow and their leadership skills grow and I thought, oh, like I say to them, take that away, take that away with you, don't just use it in the goals. Go out and make a difference with it. Like, don't just do it because you're in here. It's a life skill. Go and well, use it. Yeah, that's what Helen was saying about transferable skills yeah. from um, sport. And Helen's got me into this high performance podcast, which when I remember was dead good. And one of them, the one I listened to actually was about the uh, Man United. Well, I could say that. That's all right. About the youth team at Man United and the coaching and etc. And saying how they coached years ago to how they do now, and they look at the whole person, and really interesting. And that's exactly what they were talking about: these transferable skills that you can learn from sport and take out. And the guy said, he said, um, you know, I love it if I'm in in Manchester, in the Arndale or whatever. And someone go, oh hi, you know, I love that. And maybe they don't; they only play football for fun now or whatever. But they've gone on and had a good career, and that's been part of their journey. The skills they've learned so the transferable skills are massive you know i think when when ellie and i met and we were talking about the girls program it was like would have been my absolute dream job um you know when when she was telling me everything because all of the modules are about um life skills and so much that you speak about um you know how to behave online and you know all, all these things that, that that we need at the moment but you did loads of dead cool days out as well didn't you ellie for them yeah, so obviously with it being um, a partnership, I am very fortunate that Standard Charter give us a lot as part of their programme. Um, so one of the days that we went on, we went to, we were lucky enough to go and watch the Liverpool women's in Prenton Park. Um, and I took the Gold Girls and it was lovely because some of them had never done something like that before. And it was lovely for me because I didn't, I hadn't done much of like days out like that before. Um, so it was lovely to be able to go and to see how much they enjoyed it. Um, and obviously with it being the women's, they loved it. Because all we go on about in the session is, oh, we empower each other, blah, blah, blah. And to see them shouting for them and, like, cheering them on. Yeah. What we learn in the sessions and being vocal with it. So they loved it. It was dead nice. And then, so funny, but we seen John Barnes there. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, girls, like, it's John Barnes. Let's go and get our picture with him. But obviously, because they're only 12 to 18, they were looking at me like, wow. Who's that old fella? <laughs> so they were like, oh no, I didn't want to. I said, go and phone someone at home, like your dad, your granddad, your brother or your uncle or whoever it is, and tell them yeah. John Barnes is here. So they all went off on the phones and I was like that, talking to him, getting pictures all made up. And then we come back and was like, I've just spoke to like, my dad, I've got to go and get a picture with him. Like, oh, I couldn't believe that, he said he never who he was. But yeah, they were lucky enough to be able to meet him and he was really nice and he spoke to the girls and... Yeah, it, it's lovely. Like, all the incentives of it are brilliant. So as well as, as much as the sessions and everything are amazing, to get to do these days out and for the girls to experience things they wouldn't in school or out of school, it, it's really nice. I think it's one of those things where they'll... Probably at the time, they think this is a cool thing to do rather than being in a lesson or something like that. Yeah. But I think as they move through life... And something will happen and you'll say, oh, do you remember when we did that in that programme? Um, and, you know, the experiences. And you had um, a big celebration, didn't you, at the end? Yeah, so they had a graduation at Anfield. Um, so we'd done them like a big party on the day, finishing the programme. They all got the certificates, the team from the bank come down, everyone met each other. It was lovely. Um, but again, we're just unfortunate for everything that we get from the bank and what they help us out with. But it was lovely again for the girls to be able to have a graduation and celebrate what they've done, not just finish school and get like, even though prom's amazing, because this is something different and in a different location, I suppose, as they'd be used to. It was lovely to see like they were all looking round and like 
taking pictures. Like it was a dead proud moment for me because I thought, oh, like I was made up. Like the old Your babies, girl yeah. and all that. And I thought, oh, like I'm made up that young girls are interested and they're excited about stuff like this. So yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. So um will you be going to the same school this year, Ali? Or do you go so, to different ones? I will be going to different schools. So at the moment, all the teachers are away, are away from the desks, aren't they? Well, deserved break. So I haven't started my recruitment for schools yet. Um, but a school that I was in last time, they want me to go back, which is lovely for me. Um, and nice for the girls who have already taught in there. Because they were like, oh, we're not going to see you now. Blah, blah. I said, oh, you know you will. I'll see you in the hall. Like, I'll be back. Don't worry. Um, and yeah, that's a lovely school. So I'll be going back to one of the previous schools and then my new schools. So I'm looking forward to even getting to know the staff in the school because even all the staff that I've worked with, they've all been dead helpful. And yeah, I am looking forward to starting again now. Like I've missed working in an environment with the kids. Yeah. And it's an amazing programme, isn't it, for, for schools to get involved in. Yeah, yeah. So how, how do schools get involved in it? So at the moment, it's just me going in saying, I'm Ellie, <laughs> I run the Gold programme. I've had leaflets made this year um, with no like a digital QR code and stuff on like that. Um, but even reaching out on like the likes of LinkedIn to myself or visiting the Street League website, all things like that, if they are interested, then they can do it that way. And where's a mouth really about different schools or who are you getting involved with? Like I've been dead lucky with um, Future Training, who I'm doing my course with. Jake from Future Training has been really helpful because he's put me in contact with a few schools. So I've been able to reach out to them to see if they're interested. So yeah, everyone's helping me along the way with bits mm -hmm. of Bob. So it's really nice. And it's um it's a free program, isn't it? It doesn't cost school anything. No. no. Wow. That's what's cool because it changes the girls and it gives them the experiences and it's for free. It's like why wouldn't you do it? Why you know, Ellie, I was thinking Sorry, if someone if someone excels in one area that and they're not used to excelling and then they excel at one thing, the knock-on aspect of that success will spill over into other areas. Yeah, it's 100%. good. You know, that's what people don't realise. It's like if you get a kid into one subject and into that, they feel better about themselves and start to do better in other aspects of school as well. You know, and it improves in attendance, engaging something like this as well. You know, all these activities. And it's something to look forward for them and it keeps people in school as well, as well as having all the benefits, you know, and the fact you offer it's free, I know, it, you know, it's just incredible, really. Yeah. So um, they'll all be clambering to get on board. And what about, when, you know, when people leave school early, though, yeah. um, and they want to engage with you, how do they go about doing that? So I can, at the end of our programme, fill in like a leave and documents and stuff like that and then I can refer them onto one of the street league programs then which best suits them because they are such a wide age range mm -hmm. they could do like the football sessions or the help with CV right and depending on where they're up to and what they want to move on to yeah we'll then tailor that to what course within street league best suits them Brilliant. Brilliant. So John Howie, um, who, who's, who's our guest from Liverpool, John Moore's uni, um, and he said it's brilliant to show them that there's a world beyond their boundaries. Yeah. And I think that's massive, especially with young girls who are Instagrammable and social media and everything like that. And sometimes, a bit like you were saying, San, you know, you take them out of the comfort zone of, you know, being behind a screen and stuff. And yeah. the benefits of exercise on their physical and mental well-being for them. And the studies show that if young girls are um, into sports from the age of 12 to 16, they're likely to carry on um, as they grow older. What tends to happen is that everybody hates PE in school. I was laughing before when you said about um, your PE teachers were your inspiration. I think if you'd ask anyone my age, everyone goes, eat the PE teachers, really. No, no. I liked my PE teacher because I was dead sporty, but if you weren't sporty, everyone hated it. Just look at you in horror and they'd say, if you forget your towel, You've got to get dry with two paper towels after you shower. We were monsters when I was young, absolute monsters, honestly. And then our school became comprehensive and we inherited this dead nice teacher. We were like, isn't she lovely? And we got a trampoline as well that came with the school that one of the schools that amalgamated with ours. And we were like, oh, and we just love this teacher. We just thought we all like adored this, which was so lovely. She was going, 
and she was just nice and we were like oh my god you know like oh you think christopher's being robbed so what haha honest to god they would have breed unto themselves sorry to anyone who's related to my <laughs> but, but it is the power of you know when you were talking so fondly about your PE teachers and that inspired you at GCSE and A level. I'm hoping that your young people will be saying like you know Ellie's made the massive difference to us and we want to go on and we can achieve because you know as you said before you're only 22 and you've achieved you know you've got a degree you've now got a dead cool job you've got a little business um that's your own you're training to do um. PT and, and and loads of other things and it's all about developing yourself isn't it yeah. and you know before you were saying you know be driven and I, th I think you are a massively driven young um, woman who, who's going to make a massive massive difference to lots of people out there yeah, isn't I it? want to ask Ellie because time's galloping about her business and stuff before I do I just want to backtrack on one thing about the PE teachers shout out to all the PE <laughs> teachers who do the running round driving minibuses helping kids because they're not evil anymore. Loads of them are dead kind and nice and, and you know, and they do go the extra mile and they make sure kids have got kids who maybe can't afford it. And, you know, so shout out to all the excellent PE teachers, right? There's that. <laughs> well Ellie, done. That's your I, disclaimer. <laughs> I, that's my disclaimer. Ellie, I want to ask Ellie about her business. Go Because I don't know. what Ellie, what is it you do? So at the minute... It's handcrafted flower envelopes. So I love all pretty things and flowers and stuff like that. So yes. at the minute, so I can't describe it. It's have you got an example of one? Got one handy? No, I should have got no. one really, but because I knew I wanted to mention it, but I haven't got one on me. Um, but at the minute, my page on Instagram is called Ellie's Envelopes. Nice and easy. Right, hang on. I'm going to type that into our comments now. So it's at. I'm on it. Ellie's envelopes. Ellie's envelopes. Right. I think it's got an X on the end. Oh, hang on. Ellie's envelopes X. Yeah. So this is just something I started. Um, might have been a year ago, something now. Christmas, one Christmas, and I just thought oh, I want to make something else. Like I want to do something else as on the side. But I love all pretty things, so I seen them and I started making them. And then I started selling them because I'd never seen them before. Like, I've, you see your traditional. These aren't envelopes. These are like art things. <laughs> We're all on, all on Instagram. Everyone's for good not listening anymore. Everyone's on on Instagram now checking it out. Go on, I'm listening to you. Yeah, I can't see something. They'd be lovely to sell. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do on the side. Just sell them um, as like gifts. And then on Mother's Day. I done dead well because I've got loads of orders for all the mums and nans and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just do that on the side. But the new bits, the new idea, it's still along the same lines, but adding in party bits, if you like. So if you follow Ellie's envelopes next week, you'll see all the new bits and bobs that I've got. Okay. Wow. Hang on a minute. Sorry, quick question. Are they all fresh flowers? And fresh flowers, yeah. So I've done an artificial one before. A young girl, I don't know, I thought she was having like a festival theme birthday. And I loved doing that because it was just dead vibe and dead funky colours. Um, and that was an artificial one, but it still looked gorgeous. So you can have them as a fresh one, as a gift. They can all be as a gift, but nice fresh flowers or artificial ones to keep at home. So I haven't looked yet. I'm gonna look when 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 I get off here because I'm like that now. Um, so where you crafty and because you know most people are sort of sporty or crafty or you know not very many of both. So you've got like super skills here, though. So I wasn't. No, I weren't really crafty in school. Like I'd done art, but I didn't choose it at GCSE or anything like that. My sister, she's their crafty like art and paints and all stuff like that. And then I'm more the sporty one. But just doing that, it's like therapeutic as I feel like I'm doing it and it looks lovely and take all pictures of it. And yeah, I love doing that just as like a hobby on the side. So is it partly um like mindfulness sort of, you know, be, being in the zone of, of creating something and having that yeah, um, yeah. So here in sport. Yeah. And then just have a little yeah, as and when really. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I'm excited about that. You definitely want to watch. 
I know. So before we were laughing and we were saying, you know, you come on this show for an hour and then your life changes. I think Ellie's life is going to uh, change us on this show, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and change a lot of other people's lives as well with all the really cool stuff you're doing, you know. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Did you? Oh, oh sorry. So John Howie's listening and he must have gone off and had a little Instagram look at there and he said, they're brilliant. Have you tried selling on Etsy? Not yet. <laughs> Not so yet, as well done. Next moves. <laughs> I have considered it, but yeah, I love Etsy. I get all kinds of things. But it's good in a way because you can help young people as well. So say some of your young people are doing something, you know, because a lot of people think, um, you know, the concept of running a business is just completely overwhelming to some people. But if you start something bit by bit by bit, you know, a product or a service, you can build it up over time and it's good to have a go as a sideline when you've got a full-time job yeah. because that's a way to try it out, you know, um, etc. And you can inspire a young person who might have ideas about that as well. Yeah, I just think you've got to give it a go, haven't you? I was a little bit reluctant to do it because I thought, is it going to work? Or do I want to do it? But then I started and I made up with it. So I think, again, it's just about diving straight in, have a go. If it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. As long as you've had a go and you've tried your best, it. then it absolutely it's not does. More you can do, isn't it? And, and that's it, with everything, isn't it? What do you know what Richard Branson's first business was? No. He bred budgies and they died. And he said he was 15, he bred budgies and they died. And he said it taught him about perishable stock. Because that's how he looked at it. You know what I mean? And things like that. Yeah, and then he went out and then because everyone thinks this is a magazine, and that you know, he said I had a massive epic fail. And if I'm not, I'm not a great advocate of Richard Branson, but the people generally regard him as successful, obviously. But the fact is, the first thing he did was a raging disaster. And if he'd have been put off by that, he wouldn't have, have uh, carried on at all, yeah. you know. And, and we were talking before about the High Performance podcast, um, and one of their questions is, um, you know, what, what was your biggest failing and, and what did you learn from it? And as long as you take something from it, so you know if you do something and it doesn't work, then that's okay, and 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 you know don't be embarrassed by it, or you know just take your learnings from it and go again, and you know hopefully don't repeat the same mistake again. Um, yeah. But I think to to just decide that you're going to set something up um, is pretty cool, and you know from little acorns, mighty oak trees grow, don't they? You never know what's going to happen, and um, absolutely. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, I think we could speak to Ellie for a long, long time. And um, yeah, isn't it all, all the exciting stuff? And you know, you are a massive inspiration to to young people and and to to older people as well. I think quite a lot of young people don't get the credit that they deserve. You know, they're, yeah. oh, they're only young, and and yeah. you know, for somebody who's got that passion and drive to get up and have a go and inspire other people to get up and have a go, and a bit like you said before, San, if somebody excels in one thing. Yeah. They, you know, and we were talking about, you know, the growth way with the holistic approach. If you've got 10, 15 girls who were all doing amazing in school, the impact on the other girls in, in their class, um, they, they'll all rise because they all want to keep up, don't they? So so it's um, amazing. So a brilliant, brilliant programme. And it, we'll put the details on for um, Street League for how people want to get in touch. Or if anyone, anyone wants to speak to Ellie, we can uh, link you all up together. No problem. Um, so thank you, Ellie, for sharing your story and uh, massive, massive success to you. And I'm sure you'll be on again um, when when you open your first shop. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, remember, you can. We'll say. I always say to everyone, don't forget us. <laughs> remember, remember where it all started. <laughs> Yeah, we'll take the credit for it, you know. After that. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Charles, he's off to America. He's, no, he's going to Dubai. Oh, Dubai. Sorry, that changed completely. Yeah. John Charles is doing his exhibition in Dubai. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not doing his, ex <laughs> his exhibition in Dubai. Amazing. Brilliant. He, he, loads of people are doing loads of cool stuff, aren't they? Um, so we have a red face moment. Something slightly embarrassing that's happened that people can laugh along with, not at. <laughs> Who wants there, to go first? Is there anything you'd like to share, Helen? So yesterday, um, I um, I took Poppy. Poppy had to go to the vet. So wow. Poppy's hearing is um, deteriorating, and I thought, I wonder if she's got wax in her ears or she got a little infection or anything like that. Um, well, she hasn't anyway. It's just an old age thing. Um, 
and I was sat in the vets with her and I thought, my leg feels like dead funny, you know, like on your inner thigh. I thought, that feels like dead funny, that I wonder why. And when I looked down, I had a rip in my pants like that. So the whole like, inside of my leg was ripped. So I was like, oh, no. And I had, like, the, the like, shortish legs. So I tried to, like, fold it, you know, like, anyway, it wasn't folding. And, me, and I thought, oh. So I thought, I'll have to walk with, like, my legs together. <laughs> So, like, the bottom of my legs was walking and, and the top, like, my thighs were glued together. And then I had to lift her to put her onto the table. And I was thinking, oh, how can I lift her? Like, and I was like, and these two young, gorgeous um, vets were there who would, because she goes to the university vet. Um, so I just hoped he didn't see. And then I just sort of shuffled out. So my embarrassing moment was that my pants ripped. Was your appointment free? Uh, no. Oh, I was going to say, he might have felt sorry for you. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's the same prices. It's the same prices. Um, okay, it's a proper vet, yeah. It's a normal vet, but what happens is the vet, the, the, the students come in and then they go out and then the vet comes in and then they all come in and discuss it. So you get like top, top level service. And the gorgeous young vet who's just finished her third year, she's going into her fourth year, um, she gave Poppy a needle. They said, Is it okay? And I said, Yeah, of course it is. And she's dead sound, the dog isn't she? So she just sat there. Um, mm. So, yeah, so well done to them too as well. They, they, the two young vets were, were brilliant as well. Have you got a red face, San? Yes, yes, I have, um, as you well know. So on Friday morning, um, we go to our business networking group, like half six in the morning, and I'm coming out the car park about to go in, and I knew I was with um, – I saw Helen's park, so we walked down, and I said, oh, there's Terry, because we haven't seen Terry, who's our mate, the mechanic at Strand Road Garage, and I thought, oh, there's – Terry and I went, hi Terry. And he went, hi. And I went, that wasn't Terry. And I looked. And it wasn't. But he said, no, anyway, and he had the car window. And he just went, hi, like that. And I was like, that. And then when I saw Terry, I thought, oh yeah, that wasn't Terry at all. And I said, Terry, did I say look? He went, oh, Sandra. And I was like, right, that wasn't you. <laughs> Normal. Yeah. <laughs> she still says hello. So again, I'm a busy girl because my mum is running a pub on Allerton Road, so she's been all refurbished up. Which um, one? So, so it's called the Allerton Oak. Okay. Um, it's had a refurb, it's gorgeous. You just have to come down one day. Uh, we'll have to do a show from the Allerton Oak. Yeah, <laughs> Um, and I help her out in there on match days. It's really busy when the match is on. So there's like a, um, you know the way the pumps sometimes you might have seen in a bar and they go round like that, round the bar, and then the pumps are on top. So when I've been saving, because it's quite low, I have to duck down to say, oh, like, what are you having? And oh. I've knocked the, um, the, like, say, a, a car, for example, the pump a few times, and I've gone, oh, what are you having? And the beer's gone, <laughs> oh my god be it all in my hair it stinks and I'm like and after that you're off like pretend you didn't see that what, what are you laughing and you just look sometimes and all the times I'll get ah! and I'm like oh my god so <laughs> the most moments are always working in pubs when I when I worked in plumbing, they had guys who went down and had changed the barrel super fast and someone I had to go down and do it one time and I came up Drenched, like Friday night, everyone's dolled up to the nines, all the rest of it drenched in bit like beer, like that. I think everyone's been there once. All yeah. the bad things happening working in a pub, definitely. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, the amount of times when you've hit something and it's exploded on the ceiling and you're just covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so you are like super busy working, working and supporting your mum as well, which is uh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Busy, busy girl, yeah. No time to get in trouble, which is good. It's good. Yeah. It's nice to be like that, you know. Yeah. Definitely keep busy, keep busy. Um, okay, so we've done our red face. We've all done our red face moments, ones that you can laugh along with, not at us. Um, so we've been talking about loads of stuff today, um, and we're going to talk about a Skillshare. So something, Ellie, that people can go out and about and do. Within the city at the minute. 
Yeah, it can be anything. It can be, you know, it could be part of like, you know, one of the modules of the program if you talk about something or it could be. So we've had like, you know, Smile at a Stranger. We've had, um, what else have we had, Sam? Be kind to a neighbour, bake a cake, send a letter to somebody. Um, it's a top for a letterbox. I don't know if anyone did that one. But... I don't remember. I'm just going to put the light on because it's gone dark yeah, all of a sudden. It's dark, it I is. feel like I'm in. Sorry, Kat. All kinds, all kinds of cool stuff. So just something anyone could share, maybe, maybe to help the fitness or something like that. Yeah, as you said, just said then, Helen, smile at everyone because I think, like, I know when, like, my nan, she lives in like over fifties flats, for example, and all the time I'll go in. And I'll see someone on the moon, I've got a little soft spot for all people I love them. And I'll see them and I smile and I think that could be the only person who's like smiled at them today yeah. or had a bit of contact with them today. So we'll always make the effort to go like, oh yeah, yeah, or smile at them. Because you never know what someone's situation is, do you? And just by giving them a smile, that might make their day, might not it? And just make Absolutely. them feel a little bit better. Uh, loads of people must be smiling at me every day, Ali, because they think I'm dead old. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could be in the over fifty. I could be in the over fifty fives accommodation in September <laughs> with the old one. Shut up, you! That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, reasonable, you know. When you look and they say only fifty five, well, I could live there. But then I thought I'll end up looking after all the pensioners, panicking about everybody. But there we go. But I do, I do think smile and say hello um, to absolutely everybody and um, oh, yeah. speak some people out, which is hilarious. Who did you say to the other day? And I was laughing and you went, ah, we were so to everybody. I do it to everybody. I, like I just, I'm just like, hi, hi, morning, morning. I say to like absolutely, when I take the dog for a walk or I go for a run or anything like that. I just like and freak people out. You know, if they've got their earphones in and shout aloud as you go past and things like that. Have a little game with yourself of how many yeah. people you can say hi to and, and give them a little shock. Um. So Tom listened in from New Orleans, Ellie. So yeah. you're reaching people in New Orleans. And yeah. See, yeah. look at that. We've got a few people in different places and that you tune in, etc. Yeah. Um, are we doing our shout out to the grown ups? Because I've got a good. Shout we are going to gonna do a shout out to the grown ups. Are you going first with your shout out to the grown ups? I'd like to, whilst I remember. So I want, and I did mention it last week, but it's really important because it's this Sunday. A massive shout out to Abby Clare, who has been doing voluntary work. I think I said last week she's been doing yeah. voluntary work teaching. English to Ukrainian refugees and world, and I've been doing it at the Big Help Project over here in Liverpool. And um, she has organised a big event on with help of other people at Whittle Change this Sunday in Whittle, um, 12 o'clock till 4 o'clock, because it's like a Ukrainian celebration. It's a special day for them, in that for Ukrainian people. So they're doing a big event. So if you know any Ukrainian refugees, Maybe you've got people living or you know of some, etc., or working because they're entitled to work straight yeah. away. Um, when they come over, tell them about this event. It's, if you live over the water or if you're from Liverpool and you want to go over, it's um will change and it's a big celebration, big massive party, load or everything's laid on, all entertainment and stuff, all volunteers making food and things like that. So massive shout out to Abby Cleary, who I was at uni with, who was a lot younger than me, but we were at uni together for doing all of this you know she's done a lot for the ukrainian community over the water as a lot of people have so you know they've had a bad time so massive yeah. shout out to her brilliant well done abby um i'm gonna shout out to dana so dana was, um, dana's been our guest and she's also been um, a co-host and yeah. a shout out to dana because dana um who has um changed her business and she's got a new company called inspire and create um so i'm dead excited i'm gonna meet her for a coffee on friday i think i'm dead excited to hear all about it and once um she settled down and everything we'll get her to come on and she can talk um all about her new um design uh, inspire and create it's called i've got promo I know. Well, you can come for coffee as well if you want to. And on Chocker Friday, but I would love Oh, you can't then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. We'll FaceTime you over there. Yeah. Um, Ellie, have you got any shout-out uh, shout to grown-ups that you want to shout-out to? 
Um, so, as I said before, because Street League in Liverpool is only a small team and there's only four of us, just to the rest of my team. So, there's Joanne, our manager, John and Nathan, and that's it. Just there's, there's, there's a small team of us, but it's lovely and we all work together great. So, just a little shout out to them. Brilliant. Well done to the Street League team. Do an amazing job and keep going um, and doing what you're doing. And we're going to get um, Ellie to close with like a little thing that she lives by. Um, so this is what she tells everybody. So I am trying to be more positive lately anyway. Um, and I've been saying lately, I want to try and always be a glass half full kind of person. So try and look more at the good, what's going on, instead of focusing on, oh, yeah. oh this is going on. Like I feel like everyone tends to look at the negative and we shouldn't look at how much good is around you yeah, and appreciate it because there's always someone worse off than you. So we just feel like, yeah, always try and be glass off full as opposed to focusing on the negative. Amazing. Yeah, brilliant advice. And a great way to end the show because that's why we started the show, wasn't it? Because everyone was being a bit neggy and we wanted them all yeah. to be positive didn't we so so massive thank you to ellie for giving her time up she's going to do amazing amazing things oh, thank um, you for having me on been and thank you to sandra um and we will see every oh i won't see you next week brian quinney stepping uh -huh. in um because i'm taking my dad out so it's going to be quinney and sandra next week um, and i'll see you the week after pray to god i manage this after what happened last time and so Tom's given compliments to the hairdresser today. You ladies look lovely. Well, Thank Matt, you, Tom. Shout out to Zoe at Tranquil and Williamson Street. I love them in there. I'm so happy when I get my hair done. Well spotted, Tom, because normally I get it done on a Wednesday. Yeah, she did it on just for your belly. So we'll see everybody, not next week, the week after. Sandra and Brian will see everybody next week. Thank you so much, Ellie. Oh, Thank you, Sandra. You. And we'll see you all soon. See you soon.